Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Just Football, a football or soccer podcast covering all aspects of the beautiful game. I'm your host Dave and joining me are two other co-hosts, Dan and Dan. Hello. In this this episode, we're going to talk about why we're starting the podcast, teams we support, delve into the past or our football past, our personal history and why we love the game. Uh, whether it's playing, watching, or being involved in one form or another. Sit back, relax, and join the show. So I'm going to start off by asking a question so we can get sort of a feel about football. And I'll ask the question to Dan S. Okay. Why are you involved in a podcast, and what do you want to get out of it? What do I want to get? Um, that's a good question. Why am I involved in the podcast, and what do I want to get out of it? Um, I think it's just... You know, to me, doing these things is just just quite enjoyable. Sharing sort of thoughts and feelings, and especially about a topic which we um, all enjoy, football. Um, I'm, you know, we will probably all unofficially talk about it um, by WhatsApp chats and um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's just good fun to kind of come together and and do all that officially and and, and put it out there. Um, so for my aspect of why I'm doing it, it's just enjoyment. Um, I enjoy having these debates. I enjoy talking about it. Um, yeah, that's essentially it. Nice. And Dan P, what about yourself? I think similar. I'm, I've been podcasting for a year or so now um, elsewhere, and I really well, enjoy feel, it. I feel just free think, to name as well. Okay, Casting Views. Um, casting Views, big fan of this podcast, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so I've been podcasting for about 18 months uh, anyway, and I just like it in the sense of it's something creative to do. Um, that that yeah just takes a bit of time I think uh, the last couple of years have been quite tough on everyone and I think it's just a lot of fun and then when we suggested doing this podcast like Dan said just now um, we all have views and talk about football anyway day to day there's probably a throwaway conversation you have or a whatsapp message Um, but what I like what I wanted to do and what we've kind of said we would do with this is that there are a lot of football accounts there are a lot of football shows etc that are quite um bantery and on the wind up for a lot of people and yeah. I, I think our approach is going to be sort of just not that we're not going to have a bit of fun with it here or there but it's not going to be attempting to kind of go on the wind up and it's going to be a lot more approachable and laid back and I kind of yeah I'm really looking to be able to it's the kind of show I think I'd really want to listen to if, if I wasn't part of it nice yeah, yeah I, I mean I must admit I'm pretty similar that uh, so yeah I've been involved in another podcast as well but this is something I've I'm really passionate about I love football I uh, love talking about it love watching it uh, it's an amazing pastime it's something to take you away from life as well it's just something that's incredibly enjoyable that many many people can share their experiences on uh, and, and for me this is a I suppose a forum or a platform for me to be able to do that and talk about football. Um, so one of the things that's sort of built into football, so if you're a fan, you're a fanatic, it means you'll typically follow a team or a club. Dan P, what club or clubs do you follow? I'm laughing. I chuckled there because I know uh, the other Dan has mentioned before that uh, it's, it's a portfolio of clubs. I portfolio of clubs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's reasoning. There's reasoning. So I, I, um, I come from an Italian family. So 
I've kind of got the Italian and the English uh, supporting view of things. So national team, I support Italy. And that is uh, actually right. Apart from one club, every everyone, I, every, all my clubs I support has come from my dad, really, which I think is probably similar to a lot of people. Um, so I support the Italian national team because um, obviously grew up in, in, a, in a hugely uh, Italian supporting family. Um, and my Italian club at Inter Milan, who are, well, I'm not going to say they're undergoing a renaissance at the moment, but as as of recording, they just got into the Champions League semi-final uh, last night. So that will date this episode a bit. But yeah, so, so we're having, we're having a, they're having a, a bit of fun um, at, yeah, at the moment. And I think growing up as well, they always did have, that was in like the heyday of the Italian league. So they did, you know, there was a lot of stars that, that went in and out that league and in and out that team. Um, domestically, I support Tottenham. So we'll probably talk about them a little bit in some of our <laughs> moments later. But yeah, I, I support Tottenham because uh, when my dad came over to England, he actually lived in Tottenham for the first couple of years. So that's why he supported Tottenham. But I, I do have a fourth team. But the reason being is <laughs> it was a few years ago and this, this will probably be a theme. We may go in and out in, into this in a number of our episodes, but kind of for a little bit, not that I was falling out of love with the, the Premier League or the professional game, but I was starting to become a bit jaded a little bit. And so I moved house eight years ago and happened to be within like a five minute walking distance of a local non-league side, uh, Biggles Wage United. And yeah, I, 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 you know, I support them, follow them. I, you know, COVID is, since COVID, I actually haven't, haven't gone so I, I was saying before we started I need to kind of get back into that but yeah I decided to, to follow my local side and I, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time actually was support like a, a non-league side and and that was perfect opportunity so yeah it's um like those are the teams yeah primarily sort of Tottenham Inter Milan Italy is a team and Biggles Wage United is a team I support and go to you were a season to get older at Biggles Wage two or three seasons I was yeah yeah actually the first season they did like they they did them I I think they didn't mean to give it away, but I got number one. I got the first season ticket, so I still got that in in a in a, in a box. <laughs> I just have visions of you standing there by yourself because that's the only one they sold. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and and I had a shirt. I don't think I I've got to check if I still got it in the wardrobe. But again, they kind of um, made a mistake. So I got a numbered one, which when everyone else bought it, it wasn't numbered. So they were like, all saying, "How did you get a numbered shirt?" And I was like, "That's oh, who you know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, just so just want to shout out Biggles Wage United actually. So yeah, there we go. Nice, very good. Oh, I'm going to go next. Um, so this is where things get a little awkward. So given my accent, I am English. I support England. I don't have a choice about supporting England because I'm English. However, I do support Premier League club, and it's the only club I do support, which is Arsenal. So immediately this podcast gets difficult. <laughs> But the, I suppose what might be interesting or might not be interesting is why I support Arsenal. So my family weren't really into football. My dad supported Chelsea, but I supported Aston Villa. But they weren't football fans. My uncle was more of a football fan. He was a Tottenham fan. That's not why I support Arsenal. Though. The reason I support Arsenal is when I was at school, I didn't really understand the concept of uh, football clubs and who to support and follow. I think it was a 1988 League Cup final with Luton Town against Arsenal. And I said to my classmates, whoever loses that match, I will support. That's, and, that's, that's, that's different. Yeah. It is, it's different. 
Uh, and here we are. So I think Arsenal lost 3-2. And if I reflect back now, that was a good loss because I support Arsenal, not Luton. However, they are doing very well in the championship right now. And I think they've, uh, they've made the playoffs, which is uh, pretty cool. Just, just to just to jump in there though, to to people listening, obviously may not may or may not know Luton, but Luton were a big side. They were, yeah, yeah. They were, you know, we we forget that they, you know, top division. They 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 were they were a top side. Yeah, they, they plummeted as well. Didn't they? I think they had a series of uh, sanctions against them. They had a they had a thirty point deduction one year, didn't they? Um, when yeah. they were in League Two, um, which then eventually sent them down to. You're going on League, didn't they? For what it was at the time, yeah. So yeah, thirty points. It, yeah. It would be incredible if they made it back to the Premier League or to the top division. That would be an amazing story. Uh, So I do have a soft spot for Crystal Palace. Because I grew up in Croydon, they're the actual first team, proper team or league team I watched. Um, Yeah, so I'll keep an eye on Palace, but definitely Arsenal. Uh, I suppose we'll, we'll hand over to Dan S., yeah, okay. So, um, like Dave, I support England because I live, live in England, always have done. Um, so, I'm very much an England fan. Um, I've always supported a Premier League team, which is which is Tottenham. And Tottenham Hotspur, so I've supported them since I was a young boy. The reason why I supported them, similar to Dan really, is is because of my dad. Um, so, my dad was a, a big Tottenham fan and that kind of came down to me and my brother to, to kind of carry on. My dad supported Tottenham, and I, I believe this was the story, but sort of late 60s when he was about to, to start supporting football, I think Tottenham and Man United were like the two two big teams and his brother supported Man United. So to wind up his brother, we started supporting Tottenham. Um, so and, and that's kind of then passed down. Um, I'll probably go to Tottenham about four to five times a year um, to the stadium, um, which is quite good most of the time. Um, growing up also because I lived in the Bedfordshire Bedfordshire area. Um, I also had kind of like a second following of, of Luton, uh, so I was looked up for results, and I went to Kenilworth Road um, quite a lot to watch them. I even went to Wembley for a few of the playoff finals to come back up from the conference. I think I went twice in twice in a row because I think I got to a playoff final twice in a row and lost before they, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, and then, like Dan, I kind of this season um, towards the end of the season, I ventured into supporting non-league football. Um, and my local team is is Leighton Town, um, who have recently just won the league. Um, so, that's, so obviously, being a Tottenham and England fan, it makes a nice change to to support a team that's that's winning trophies. So it, that that's quite refreshing. Um, so, so, so I've been to a few of their games lately as well. Um, the other thing I will add as well about football background is my son, who's seven years old, is also football mad. Um, so it's, it's quite nice to kind of support football through his eyes. Um, as well and unfortunately I, well unfortunately for him I have introduced him to Tottenham so it, it might take a little while for him to experience some glory um, but yeah so that's that's quite a nice little different angle of a football fan Nice and keeping with you Dan I mean what was your first involvement with football and how, how did that start? <laughs> first involvement with football and the reason why I laugh is because I remember um, my first memory of football that I think there's two really I remember when I was in the Cub Scouts, we our our like our team, our Cub Scout group entered like a football tournament, and I was part of that football tournament. And our team was obviously the team that just didn't play football. And I remember we played we played four matches, and I think we lost every one by about ten, eleven nil. <laughs> um, so that was my first experience of playing football. 
Um, supporting football, I think that just kind of came naturally with supporting football with my dad and looking out for results of him and then starting to go to games. Um, and it just became, you know, more of an interest as, as time went on. Yeah. So, yeah, Dan P? I was sick about this, and, it, and it's it was always like an awkward one. So, when I was at school, and I say like junior school, primary school, I was ne- never really, um, I wasn't necessarily a sporty person. I mean, I'm not necessarily a sporty person now. So, you kind of, obviously, football was the main sport. So, you, you kind of try to get in with some of the conversation. I remember at the time, like Liverpool were huge, but I think I never kind of really took to it. And then, but that got me interested in it. And then we had like, I think first memory was like the 86 World Cup, which again kind of kickstarted an interest. And, and this is going to sound bizarre, but one of the things that really kind of then got me into football was um, football stickers. I remember oh, one year sort of getting the album. And that was then when I kind of got the. The urge because I was then buying the stickers and I've kind of got an addictive personality when it comes to something I a new sort of hobby or something I get into and it's just like dad that got my interest up so it was then sort of following my dad and and sort of watching games you know and you know I know it still is match of the day was huge back then as well wasn't it it was like you know destination tv so you could stay up late on a Saturday and watch match of the day day with him um, but at the like time, match for day was the it was literally the first time you could see the the football yeah. goals, right? Now obviously we yeah. can see it a bit more on Twitter and, and stuff like that. So you always mm-hmm. kind of remember staying up late and not finding out the result, which feels impossible, impossible mm-hmm. these days. Yeah, well, do you remember it, it was either that or teletext during the day? Yes, <laughs> page page three hundred three, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, for those of you who remember teletext, um, but yeah, so 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 that was it, really. It was kind of stumbling. I, I'll I'll admit, I stumbled into to football in that point. Did you ever complete one of those sticker albums? I think I did once, but I would have sent off for it. You would have sent, <laughs> would have sent it. yeah yeah to get. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to admit it. I did. Um, it would have been. The 2006, I think it would have been the 2006 or the, no, no, sorry, it was six years ago. I, I'm, I'm losing track. So I, I did one of the recent um, football albums, actually. So as an adult, I did it. So I'm going to put you? my hands up. Yeah, it would have been. Did you go into around... schools with all your swapsies to get the, the <laughs> ones you did? <laughs> no, but you know what? Because that was obviously a problem, right? Now we're going to go down a whole rabbit hole. But what I did have was somebody I worked with at the time, his his kids were were doing it, and so it was getting swapped from him and some of his friends and swapping with me. So, and I completed it. It was a Euros. It was a Euros. It would have been two thousand mid two thousands anyway. Let's say. Did you? There used to be coins as well. I think you get at Esso garages. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you get collect any of those at all? No, I didn't do that. And it's it's cards now more than stickers, isn't it? Okay, I, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. I, for me, football is really straightforward. Just playing it at junior school. Just playing with the friends, kicking the ball about, or a tennis ball, or whatever. Uh, that that was the tennis ball games. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just throw two jumpers down randomly. Those were the days when it wherever you were, just two it jumpers was, down. It was literally jumpers for goalposts. Yeah. yeah. Or your bags, or whatever's available to make those posts. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Definitely worked. We didn't need VAR in those days or goal line technology either, did you? Uh, posting in, posting in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even if you were 10 nil down or five minutes to go, you go, last goal wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, cool. So what was your, um, so see, your, we now know you're bonded to your club. So we've got Inter and Tottenham and me for Arsenal. Who, who were your favourite players growing up? Who, who did you idolise as a child? The oh, Sorry, I don't know about the questions directed at me, but I'm going to go first. Just um, answer, yeah, so, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so the first year I remember supporting Tottenham was very vividly was the year that Jurgen Klinsmann had just joined. Um, and I think I remember reading the paper article about Aussie Ideal is his famous five, and there was like Klinsman, Sheringham, Anderton, Dumitrescu, no, Popescu and Barmby, sorry, Popescu and Barmby. Um, so that year, Klinsman was my idol, and unfortunately, he only obviously stayed a year, and I remember getting quite upset when he left. Um, but sort of Klinsman and then quickly followed by Sheringham were my, my two favourite players. They were the first players I remember playing up front for Tottenham. It's, um, it's quite interesting about uh, Klinsman, because... Uh... Before Klinsman signed, they tried to sign another player in uh, is Diego Maradona. Oh, really? She so could have had Maradona instead of Klinsman. Oh, I didn't know that. And Klinsman wasn't very popular at the time, was he? Like, because there was a thing about his dive and then his antics, wasn't there? And I, I don't remember my dad. My dad wasn't very excited about us joining up, him joining us. I remember yeah. that much. Um, but obviously, you know, he's an amazing player, and at the time, it was exciting because I think he we, we didn't really have many foreign internationals in the Premiership at the time, did we? It was um, I think he came from Inter Milan. I think he came from Inter Milan as well, which was great for me. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, what about yourself? Who who, who was your idols growing up? Yeah, I I was saying, I was going to bank on, well, not bank on it, but knowing Dan was a Tottenham fan, I knew he'd probably mention a few of those. Um, But what I was saying in Tottenham as well, I think that was the kind of generation for me. So as well, like the Holston shirt generation, I think. Um, Like Ian Walker, Darren Anderton, um, Gary Mabbott, kind of for for Spurs, as well as the players that Dan mentioned. But like I said, for Inter and and being into Italian football as well at the time, um, you know, they're not just necessarily Inter players, but, you know, for me, it was that, Kind of like that generation of players or those that, that group of players that came over, so like Viali, Ravinelli, um, Zola were huge for me. Um, and from an inter perspective, you had like um Bergami who played his entire career um at Inter. And and you you very rarely get those now, I think, players like that. But he was like a Maldini for Milan. He was he was um but one of my you know, and he's not necessarily one of the older players, but Javier Zanetti, who played for Inter Milan, oh, would yeah. always be one of my favourites. Yeah, great. And a great ambassador for the club as well. So, yeah, I think a mix and match of yeah, the Spurs and, and, and Inter plays for me. But as, along with some of the, like I said, the other Italians, because, yeah, that the, it's not like there was a huge amount of players, like Italian players that come over to, to the English league. But there was a spate of that. So, it's like I said, yeah, um, yeah, Viali Ravinelli. Uh, Lombardo, I think, came over, do you remember? Attila Lombardo, Paco Palace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so those those are the players that kind of really, really stick out, as well as, obviously, you know, like Maradona, um, some of the greats, and um, um, Paolo Rossi, from a personal perspective. You know, obviously, I didn't see him. I didn't see the 82 World Cup, but you grew up from the stories. (laughs) Fair enough. For me, there were two two players. Uh, One was Ian Wright. And that was before he went to Arsenal. So because he went to Palace, I went to watch a few Palace matches. I've got a signed photo of him and stuff in a frame. So that was really cool. And then the mother favorite player growing up was Tony Adams. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Captain Lee's a leader legend of Arsenal, but because we'll come on to it a bit later, possibly, because my preferences for defensive players, someone like Tony Adams really stood out to me, not the attacking flair players, is more the sort of defenders. Uh, and I always, I always feel leaders should be from the back rather than at the front. That's a personal preference, not a, that's how football should be. Were yeah, there any so, other players from any other teams, so was it just specific? Um, not really. Not really. I think it was when I first started supporting Arsenal. See, the ATA was the League Cup final. 89 was an incredible season as an Arsenal fan because that's when we won the league against Liverpool. We had to beat them 2 0. We'll see Michael Thomas scoring. Uh, one of the greatest days. And I remember coming home as a kid, running home, switching TV on, blah, blah, blah. But I don't remember too much because I think when I was growing up, I spent more time playing than watching, yeah. which is where we're going to come on to next. So yeah, yeah. And, and just throw something in, it might be something we come into later on down the line. Do, do we think there's a nostalgia element? Because I still look at the teams of the 80s and early 90s as some of the best teams that we've seen in this country, even though Premier League now is, like, if not the best, is is one of the best leagues in the world. We've got some of the superstars. But looking back, like that Arsenal team, like you said, uh, Merson, Parler, um, Dixon, uh, Seaman, uh, you know, right. The Tottenham players that we've mentioned, you know, for me, they're like iconic and classic Spurs players. Do we think there's a bit of nostalgia when we look back or do we do we think that it was a kind of different game? And I, I'm not, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole now, but it's just, a, do you think nostalgia binds us those teams. And we probably only remember the good bits of supporting those teams, like being the we age have good we bits, now, Dan. We remember all the bad bits. Um, <laughs> Do we have good bits, I suppose? <laughs> yeah, there was a few, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Sorry, Dave, yeah. To, no, it just has to be all about winning trophies, so to, to enjoy the good yeah. bits. Yeah. So yeah, like that. The club. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, so, yeah, I was just going to say the the Ardiles attacking football whilst it never necessarily got us anything. That was some exhilarating football at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, his his tactic was just to score more goals than they scored. Like that's <laughs> we won't worry about defending; we'll just score a lot more. <laughs> which is yeah, well, which is there's nothing wrong with that either because football is ultimately there to be enjoyed. <laughs> and, uh, so, what what is your um, so Dan P? What's your current involvement with football? It's it's it's, it's very little. If you're talking about participating, I don't. I haven't played football for years. I mean, I, it is really sort of just going to watch some, some non-league games. I'm going to, you know, like I said, I've, I've actually I went with Dan a couple of weeks ago to watch Leighton Town. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've never necessarily been... I think my playing days were between when I was at college and a few years after that. I, I used to love um, playing five-a-side predominantly and I used to love playing in goal. Hmm. Which was always great because goalie was always a position nobody really wanted to go into. So I was always kind of like picked first for teams and, and things like that. Um, but I did win the like the Hitchin College um, five-a-side football tournament. We runners-up first year, won it the second year. So I've got a football medal. I've got, I've got nice. a football medal. I've won something. Um, but yeah, no. I, I, but then I was never really, um, never really played football that much outside of five aside and, and like I said now it is purely it's just the supporting yeah on the touchline supporting there's nothing wrong with that I mean obviously you're both supporting non-league clubs which is actually incredibly important as well to help keep them running I, 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 
you know, and, and we'll, we'll touch on non-league over the episodes, but I actually, that kind of really, that did reinvigorate my, you know, my support for the game because you are then, and Dan can say the same now, you know, you are looking at a bunch of players who, who are literally, they're just getting in from work, changing, going out, playing the game. You're, you're right on the touchline. You, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of hearing everything. You're, you're up close to everything. And it's just a different perspective. I can agree more. Dennis, what are you? My current involvement in the game. Um, uh, so, as I mentioned, I've been to Leighton Town probably about three or four times over the last couple of months. And again, one of them was with my son. Um, so he's beginning to enjoy supporting them. Um, with regards to Tottenham, I don't think I've, I haven't been for months. Um, I think at this very second, the enjoyment factor of watching Tottenham is is quite low. Um, so therefore, I'm not going to fork out a lot of money to to, to go and see them. Um, so yes, yeah, so, so I haven't been. Um, with regards to playing, I've never really played for a team. Um, as I was younger, my my ability at sport was more towards tennis. So I always went down the tennis route rather than football. So football's always been a support thing rather than playing. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's probably about it for me. Nice. It, for me, I think I've probably got the least amount of involvement in football than either of you. Mine is watching. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much when it. When was the last time you went to a game? Uh, well, I, at the start of the season, there, there's a football pitch just down the road. So I watched a few games on a Sunday. So they were in my local area, sort of the Sydney's, I think, Sydney's, Ainsbury, and a few others. You, so had a, you had more of a playing career, though, than us. Yeah, I, I certainly play a lot more. Well, I used to play a lot more. Um, there's something I was going to mention, but I've never told anyone. So I'll come well, here we that. go. Breaking news. Who <laughs> need the breaking news sound? Uh, uh, yeah, we come on to that. So that, that oh, way you can, I can tease. leave it there. Yeah, just tease. So leave it dangling a bit. Um, so, yeah, so I, throughout my junior school, I played football. Senior school, didn't really play football college and after I played men's football uh, played semi-pro for a few seasons played for uh, I suppose the biggest clubs I played for are Raoul Holmesdale who we follow on Twitter and uh, Croydon Greenside which were a semi-pro team uh, played every in every position on the pitch uh, including goalie including goalie yeah as now yeah so including goalie uh when I was 16, I played men's football, scored, I played as a striker, scored 19 goals in one season, but I'm naturally a defender. Uh, I've really missed playing, I must admit. Um, so, and again, it's my tease bit now. So when, when I was watching these non-league games um, at the start of the season, the referee was really good. He had really good control of the game, he had aggressive players, but he controlled the match really well. And he inspired me to actually start looking at refereeing. No, really? Really? Yeah, yeah. But it's the first positive thing you've said about refereeing <laughs> in years. I know, isn't yeah. it right? Um, but there is something that stopped me from doing it, which is the hernia I'm suffering. Well, I'm not suffering from a hernia now, but I'm now recovering. Actually, it was the hernia that prevented me from applying. Okay, okay. So next year? Can't, can't you apply in the future? Yeah, I can apply in the future, yeah, but I've got a lot of things potentially going on in the future as well. Yeah. So, I have to say though, even at non-league level, the referees so <laughs> the some of the abuse they get is a uh, yeah yeah. I mean, it's some, a thankless some, task, isn't it? It's it really, really is. Yeah, it is. Some some of the best referees I played under, they would come to the changing rooms before the game and say, "Look, if you swear on that pitch, you swear to change rooms, I will book you." 
if you do it after the match, I'll book you. And then players didn't swear. The behaviour is a lot better, but not every referee did that. So it's all yeah. it's quite interesting. Um, yeah, so I love playing football. I enjoy playing football. Um, I suppose we'll go to the next questions, which is the what are your best and worst memories in football? Mine are personal, so not actually Arsenal related. I've got some lucky enough to support Arsenal. We've got some great memories. But my worst moment was, so I was playing for Greenside. And in the 89th minute, we were winning the match. I think we won 2-0. In the 89th minute, we went out for a header. I, I played left back for, for a while. I left back and this, this guy was huge. I'm six foot, so I'm not, not exactly tiny. This guy was probably six four. And he smashed me in the air, basically. But I landed on my shoulder and broke my collarbone. So last minute of the match. And then this is broken collarbone. The doctor after the basically you can't repair a collarbone. You just have to let it heal naturally. The doctor said I probably won't play football ever again. It's a type of injury. So that obviously gets you down was when you sort of you haven't got anything to do, you get to dark places. Yeah. Which kind of brings me on to the best memory. So I was lucky enough to actually play again, continue playing. So Greenside, I got the following season. Well, the season I brought my collarbone, I was playing left back. The following season, I got to play centre back, um, which actually I really, really enjoy. But at the end of that season, I got made a, I got given the club captain's award. Oh, good work. There you go. Really good. So from a really low place to a high place, um, a lot of hard work and effort. And I was pretty better centre back than I was left back. In your time playing defence, did you ever score an own goal? Yes. Yes. How many? Just the one. 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 Oh. Yeah. So, if I look at my two the two main clubs, Green Greenside and Rail Homesdale, scored one own goal. Yeah. Scored one goal. So you cancelled out. You cancelled out, and got booked twice. Oh wow! So the course of three uh, five seasons. Okay, not great goal scoring, but when I played for Greenside as, as left back, yeah, I wasn't allowed to go past the halfway line. Yeah, that's what I was told. When I was sent it back, didn't really, I didn't give you a goal for corners. I was man marking. Um, the own goal was just a really bad piece of control. <laughs> it should have been really, really easy, but I basically side footed it into the net. There's no no one else around me. Yeah, the goalkeeper was beaten. The striker took a shot. It was going wide. I was in wide going to the corner flag, but I passed the ball into net. Um, right. It happened to me. But we were, I think we were 4 0 down at the time, so it didn't really matter. It was just more of an embarrassment. Yeah. But for Royal Homesdale, I scored a left footed volley on the corner of the area, on the left side of the area. So left foot, left side of the area, in the corner, went top left corner. So um, no, no video footage, no YouTube videos. <laughs> That can prove yeah. any of this. I think back in those days, YouTube didn't exist. <laughs> we're gonna re- we're gonna recreate them. So yeah, watch this <laughs> space. Have to take, <laughs> I just have to take your word for it. It's fine. Um, I got booked for deliberate handball, which it was. I stuck my arm out to prevent the shot, and I got booked for a late tackle. I come on as a sub, and I wasn't up to sleep with the game. But the, the the late tackle, the referee didn't put it through in the end, so it didn't go through to the FA. You have to pay for your yellow cards as well. That's yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Too so, right. I, I don't know what Premier League players or what the uh, professional players get. What happens with them? 
Probably stuff they probably an amount they don't even notice leaves their bank account, I would imagine. Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, so they did my best and worst. So going from an injury to actually winning club captain award. Yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome. Well done. Um, what about, I suppose, what about yourselves? So let's go Dan P. Oh. <laughs> um, well, if you didn't share I've got a list. I've got a, li- I've got a list. I'm, I'm ready to talk. I've written it down. I was ready to go. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> but you, well, I've got a list, so I'll just rattle through them. And if, if we want to go into any of them, we'll go into them. But I'll start with the bad. One was, ironically, I scored an own goal in a, the, one of very few games, 11 aside games, I played at school. Um, I come on as a sub in the second half and scored a, a, a worldie of an own goal. It was a corner. Oh, it was a corner, came in. I was I was so busy focusing on, on the player I was defending. Literally, the ball, I looked up, the ball came, landed on my foot, and I pretty much followed it accidentally past my keeper. So that was bad. I mean, good and bad then, because I scored a goal, um, but it was an own goal. Um, in terms of football memories, I remember the, the 1990 World Cup, the semi-final was Italy-Argentina, we got knocked out on penalties. was one of the first moments I remember football truly devastated me. In terms of the result, was that uh, Badger? No, that would have that been the final ninety-four, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, USA. Yeah, um, it it was just um, yeah. I just remember sitting there on the couch at night. It was an evening game, and yeah, and yeah, just just yeah, in disbelief. So the night night World Cup gave me my first sort of taste of real disappointment in, in, in what can happen in football. Um, in the good, I've mentioned one that won a five-side tournament. Um, I think was it ninety-one, the Tottenham v Arsenal semi-final in the FA Cup. That guys a free kick. That's kind of free kick. Yeah. 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 And again, that kind of, because again, it's just that elation. Because actually, Gaza, it was a play we didn't mention, but, you know, he was obviously sort of like such a great player. And scoring a free kick, a set piece against the rivals in an important match, that that yeah. that is something that always um, stands out. Um, and a couple of matches I've gone to. So I've not, you know, I've not been to a huge amount of like professional games, but I did go to the 1992 European Cup final in Wembley. Oh, wow. It was, yeah, Sampdoria, Barcelona. Um, so uh, Barcelona beat Sampdoria 1 0 in extra time. Um, yeah, and that was a, a Sampdoria team that had Mancini and Viali, and a Barcelona team that had Kuman and um, Pep, had Pep Guardiola. Well, I, I've never forgiven Kuman, by the way. He should have been oh. sent off. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll come into yeah, we'll, we'll, our, our decision later. I, I just saw it. The, and the last one was I, I, I was able, I got to go to the, the semi final of the Euros as well, the recent ones, uh, Spain. It was, that was nice. a highlight. So. Very good. And Dennis, now it's your turn. Thank you. Uh, most <laughs> of the ones you mentioned, Dan, apart from the, 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 the recent one last year, I think were all before I really got into football. So all, all, I'm going to class them as all before my time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> just, just, to make feel, just to make myself feel younger. <laughs> that just shows that in the last 20 years, I've probably not had any good moments in football. <laughs> yeah. That's what that, the, the flip side of that. So um, I don't really have any highs or lows of, of playing football because I don't really play. But they're, my, like you just mentioned, with the devastation of what your team, go, what did you say it was, a 1990 World Cup? Yeah. Of your of team going out, I think England going out of Euro '96 in with that Gareth Southgate panel is probably the most devastating thing I've ever watched. And the, you know that tournament was the first tournament I really remember because England didn't qualify for night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the first tournament I remember, and I remember that being devastating. However, 
there was a, a few highs in that tournament. That Scotland game was magnificent, yeah. was it? Where Gaza scored yeah. just after that penalty, yeah. and then there was um, the Holland game, which was unbelievable. Um, the way it t- way that turned out, and the Germany game was quite good until we got knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so that's probably there's a few highs and lows in in that moment. Um, but a, a couple of other real big highs, and this is at a Tottenham level. I think the one I was present for was when Tottenham were playing Arsenal in the League Cup semi final. I think it was the Worthington Cup at the time or the Carling Cup. I can't remember. Um, but we hadn't beaten Arsenal in a very long time. Like it, I think it'd been like ten or ten years or something stupid like that. And we won. We won that night five one. Um, Arsenal didn't really have full strength out, but I don't think that kind of took took away from kind of the event. Um, and I was present for that game. The other moment as a Tottenham fan that I will never, ever forget is Tottenham beating Ajax in the semi-finals of the Champions oh, yeah, League. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, we've, we've, we've talked about this before. If that game was a standard 2-0, 3-0, I would, you wouldn't even remember it. But just the manner of going through of being 2-0 down and Moore scoring a hat-trick in, in 20, 25 minutes. Um, that moment when he scored that third one, I remember just being in a pub and just leaping round and chucking the, like, the, the stalls that were all sitting on just went absolutely flying. It's just yeah, a moment I'd never never forget. I'm not even sure I went to sleep that night. I was so buzzing and pumped up. Um, but yeah, they're, they're probably my best and worst moments. Oh, what makes that last one, sorry, that last one's so good as well. It's obviously as a Spurs fan, we're going to be far more invested in it, but it's not a typically... Spurs thing is it to kind of come back like that and I think you know some some teams do that all the time and score loads of goals but it's not something you know we are famed for doing it's normally no, the other way around isn't it and yeah. our league form that season has been pretty poor and Harry Kane was out injured at the time yeah yeah uh, and Ajax had battered us in the first leg battered us in the first half of the second leg and then yeah then it just I think we were a better team for like 20 minutes <laughs> uh, but managed to score three goals so yeah, just that, like you said, that moment, you don't get many moments as a Tottenham fan yeah. um, like that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll always remember that. That's amazing stories and memories. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Before, before we move on, can I just go back, though? So you remember you saying, like, classic people we remember growing up and stuff like that? Yeah. I want to call out a slightly unusual one, referee, Kalina. I think he <laughs> deserves a mention. He was, he was a superstar almost in his own right, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, he was just like... And still to this day, he's probably one of the best referees we've seen. Um, I feel like he, he's on the verge of being a fictional character, though, don't you? Like, he's so, like, he's such a standout referee of the way he looks and the way he comes yeah. across and how good he was. He was almost yeah. made up. Like, if yeah. he was a character on a TV show, you'd believe it. Yeah. It's just, he's come back to mind this week. I was listening to Talk Sport this week, and or last week, and it was Stuart Pearce. It was after the whole, um, was it the whole Henderson elbowing no the that the the linesman elbowing Henderson after the game and they were talking about like it led to a debate about respect to officials this and that and Stuart Pearce who was quite a tough player wasn't he said you know forget playing one match where he was he was moaning or he was going up to clean and clean just turned around yelled literally yelled in his face shut up in English at him and he goes <laughs> he, he didn't say a word to him for the rest of the game and that was it so it just just brought him back to mind it's unusual for a referee to be um Famous well, for good I think reasons. Revered. Yeah. yeah, revered, but for good reasons. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to, to go back to that. That's all good. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to move on to our next section. So, we're going to have a quiz, a football quiz, in which I'm going to ask each of you ten questions, 
Uh, Dan P is going to go first because that's what we're going to do. Dan, you're going to choose a number between 1 and 20. And you're, what you're going to do is uh, so you're not aware what this is. This could be one of my worst moments in football. Just... It <laughs> could well be. So I'm, going to... <laughs> I'm going to give you the motto of a club and you're going to tell me what the club is or who the club is. Oh, is that going to be the same for all the questions? Yes. And put your phone down. Yeah, so no cheating. Well done. <laughs> okay, so you have one point if you get it right. If you don't get it right, you'll get past it over. There'll be no tiebreaker. So if it's a draw like football, it's a draw. Okay. Do this. Cool. So, Dan, can you give me a number, please? 17. 17. Okay. Are these all British clubs, or are they? They are not British clubs. They are famous clubs. Famous clubs. Okay. So, Good I don't want to stick just to the Premier League. Uh, I want to cover cover the world of football. So, number okay. 17. Uh, so, the translation in English is unity makes strength. And if I'll give you the... Um, I'll attempt it in the language as well, it might help. Eintracht, Macht, Macht. Okay, so we're going for Germany, I think. Oh, it could be Swiss, but let's say German. And I am going to choose one of two, which means I'm going to go for the wrong one, but I will go for Bayern Munich. It's the wrong answer. Do I get a chance to answer it? You do, yeah, yeah. Um, I have no idea. I said that like give you a good But since Dan said it's one of two German clubs, I'm going to go with Dortmund. It's not Dortmund either. It's PSV. Oh, so oh is it? Oh, is it cheese? Oh, it's Dutch. I had Dortmund. I, I had Dortmund as my second one as well, so that would be completely wrong. So I only said it just to annoy you in the slight chance it was. <laughs> did it just that to put you off in up. case I didn't get it right? So. <laughs> uh, I'll go for number one. Number one. Okay, Victoria Concordia Crescent. Lazio. I'll give you the English translation oh, as well. Just he said Lazio. He said Lazio. <laughs> Let's stick with that. <laughs> so, um, sorry, yeah, give me the English bit. Uh, victory through harmony. Oh, let's, I'll still go Lazio. I've got no idea. Is there a wrong answer? Is he the right country? No, well, 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 well. Come on, we'll give you close. Like All right, let's say Inter Milan. He's not Inter Milan. I'm, vo- I'm actually very insulted by both of you. It's actually Arsenal. Is it? So Victoria you know Crescent is uh, it's a Latin. I, I see. I've ever seen that. Oh, okay. okay. Penalty go. number two. I'll go for 18. 18. To dare is to do. bonus <laughs> 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 point for giving you the Latin of what that means. Yeah, I, yeah so it's Tottenham Hotspur. Or dare est facer or facer. Fantastic. There Very good. Right, so it's a Dan, <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Dan P, you're now one nil up. I think it might stay that way. Um, in. Let's go number 19. Number 19. Effort, dedication, devotion and glory. I'm not going to attempt. I don't want to offend anyone listening and uh, offend the uh, translation. Let's go Real Madrid. Is the wrong answer. Yeah. Let's say Barcelona. Is also the wrong answer. <laughs> the answer is Sporting CP. I would. I could have had about 40 guesses about it and I yeah. wouldn't have got it. Yeah. All right, let's go for 20. Number 20. Out of darkness cometh light. 
I should know this one, but I don't. So just because of the stage of name, I'm going to say Sunderland. Is the wrong answer. <laughs> I was going to say Sunderland as well. <laughs> um, let's... Well, I've heard this one, though. Out of the darkness come a flight. Let's go PSG. It is Wolverhampton Wanderers. Dan S, you're up. Ten. Number ten. This is quite a hard one. It's all hard. What, Uh, harder than the other ones we've had so far? (laughs) Well, you're one, right? One, one, well, Dan got one, right, didn't he? I haven't. No, you haven't. Uh, Old Love. Old Love, is that it? Is there no translation? Old Love. Or Alte Liebe. Ooh. Or Alte Liebe. Oh, just because it sounds similar, I'm going to go Leipzig. It's a wrong answer. I had two that jumped, but again, they're probably going to be both completely wrong. So I'm going to go for for Juventus. The answer is Hanover 96. So Dan was closer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, geographically, I was closer. No, it's like um, you shot the goal, you just got it past the post, but it's the wrong side of the post. I had the wrong country anyway, again. So So what I'm going to do is I'll make it easier and start giving clues as well. Um, so Dan, do that for people that are losing, though. No, it's got to be fair. No, it's um, only fair. Yeah. Uh, let's go 16. Number 16. Straight to the goal is the English translation. Droit au bot is the French translation. That's that's really original, isn't it? Can you imagine the meeting where yeah. that gets decided? That's going to be <laughs> our motto. Yeah. Uh, with these, they could be any country. Just because you said French doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. But because you said that, uh, let's go for Monaco. It's the wrong answer. Do I get a clue? Well, you had a clue. Do you, do you want a clue? What, the clue uh, is that it's not Monaco? It's, just, it's close to Monaco. How about that? It's close to Monaco. <laughs> oh, God knows. Um, Leon. Is the wrong answer. It's Marseille. Oh. So you were close. That was my other one. That was my other one. <laughs> but, um, can I have one again? No. Okay. <laughs> Can I get three, please? Number three. Okay. Um, of all one. Of all one. Is that is that English? That's the English version. Uh, the Portuguese version is e pluribus unum. Let's I go. Guess Latin, Latin. Let's go sporting. Dan P. What do you think? So we had sporting. We had sporting, didn't we? Um, oh, what's the other team? Um, Oh God! What was his team? No, I'm I'm drawing a complete blank. So in 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 honour of saving time, I am going to say I don't know. Okay, the answer is Benfica. Oh. <laughs> the, other, the other famous Portuguese club. Fifteen. So still down. You're still one 0 up. There's plenty to play for. This is fifth penalty. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, pride in battle. That's the clue on that one. Or Superbia in Prelio. They are an English club. Superb in battle. A pride in battle. Pride in battle. Okay. We are going to go for, let's say, um, let's say Man City. Final answer? Yeah. Is the right answer? Okay. <laughs> Man City, pride in battle. To the net. <laughs> Two new up, Dennis. Come on. You've got to pull this one back. Number 20, have we had 20 yet? Yeah. We have had 20. Yep. Are you not keeping note like me? No. Are you really <laughs> keeping notes on that? I'm keeping note, yeah. That's impressive. Right, number 19, please. 15 to 19 have all been used. Well, they've been chosen. 14. 
This, this, if you don't get this, you can quit the podcast right now. Oh God, that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Let Foxes. me just hold on. let me hold over the leave button. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Foxes never quit. Oh, let's go Leicester City. It's the right answer. Yes. <laughs> you go two. Put one back. Dan P. How many? Sorry, just how many more are we going to do? Because I'm just checking. So there's only a few left. A full back and he's got worried, hasn't he? Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, okay, let's do 13. Unlucky for me. Well, it might be lucky for you. Because if you don't get this, you can leave as well. Oh, God. You'll never walk alone. Ah, oh, oh, Liverpool. This <laughs> <laughs> is the right answer. Dan S. Number 12. Number 12. Um, Till the end is the English translation. The Italian is fino alla fine. Dan's probably Dan is probably cursing me inside for that attempt. Into Milan. It's, it's the wrong answer. You could go for Rome. It's also the wrong answer. It's Juventus. Oh my god. I said that earlier. Well, J shouldn't um, exist in the Italian alphabet. Yeah. Um let's go for eleven. Eleven. Okay. Forever orange. They are from the United States. You see, this is where Forever Orange. Um Let's go for um, one that plays. Uh, no, the only one I know the full name. Let's say uh, into Miami. Passing across. LA Galaxy. The answer is Houston Dynamo. Oh, no, I've not got that. I think it's seven left, I think. Seven left? I'm not sure yeah. I've got a. Three? Have we had three? We have had three. Four? Four. Okay. Real love is the motto. Or Ecte Liebe. They are German. Uh, let's just go Bayern. Oh. It's wrong, isn't it? It is wrong. Dortmund? It is Dortmund. Oh, I can't tell. <laughs> Apologies. 4 1. 4 1. He can't win, surely. He could win. He won't win, but he could win. <laughs> we're going to do, in a minute, we're going to do last goal wins. So. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dan, I think it's your turn to yeah, guess the number. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, let's do 10. Number 10. We've done 10. Oh, so much for your note-taking. Sorry, my note. Yeah, sorry. Nine. <laughs> nine. Number nine. Success is temporary. Loyalty is forever. They are a Danish club. I know, many. If any. Uh, I think there's two I can think of that are really famous. I believe Nicholas Bentner played for this team. No, do you I know what? I'm going to... I don't, I don't know. this? I've got to well, pass. You're not going to get them because you're Spurs fans. So you're not going to get that clue, are you? I've got to pass. Dennis? Oh, Denmark. I can't even, you know, I've, I've drawn a blank. I can't even think of any cities in Denmark, let alone teams. Mm, the capital of Denmark? Copenhagen. Copenhagen. There we go. That is the right answer. Yes. What does that make it to all? <laughs> or two. Oh, okay. Or two. Dennis? Um, let's, let's fly, fly through the rest. Eight. Number eight. We are who we are, or Mia San Mia is the German translation. Let's try Bayern again. Is the right answer. Yes, he's pulling it back. Four three, Dan B. Is it four three? Uh, let's go for seven. Okay, the pride of Stockholm. 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 Stockholm, Dan, is a clue. You see Stockholm. Dan S. Ah, so it's not them. Um... I think it's pretty, the most, probably the most famous Swedish... I, I should have, yeah, I was being silly, but I've I got to stick with the first Most famous answer. Swedish football team. Oh, my God. I don't know. 
Okay, the answer is Jew Gardens. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that. I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> <laughs> Not famous in my circles. <laughs> okay, so we have two, five, and six left. Do we? I thought I said two. No. All right, let's go two. More than a club. Or Meske un club. More than a club. That's... I they are, know they that. are Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which one is it? You have to get it right. <laughs> Barca. So say that again? Barcelona. So your final answer? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Um, seven, well, no, not sure. I'm 70% sure. Is the right answer? Yes. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, it's, it's all down to this. This could be the deciding. So we have two left. Five. The blue flag flying high. English team. So it's keep the blue flag flying high. No. Um, I, yeah, uh, Chelsea. Final answer? Yeah. It's the right answer. He's definitely had the easier questions. Oh, I have It's all random. It's all random. Okay. This is the last one, Dad, to make it a draw. To, to get back. <laughs> I thought that was the slogan. I thought, what are we going to have to make it a draw? <laughs> okay. This slogan is ironic. Nothing but the best is good enough. Nothing or Neil Satie Nisi Optimum. English club in the Premier League. Nothing but the best. Okay. Let's go. Let's go, Everton. Everton. Yeah. Really? No. Well, you we said it's ironic. So I'm assuming it's a team that's down the bottom. Yes. It's, it's, it's is Everton? Uh, Everton is the right answer. Oh, is yeah. it Everton? Oh, it you Everton. absolute. <laughs> so in, in the so what does that make it? Five all. Five all. Yeah, five all. So I think we should probably deduct teams that we support. So if <laughs> I don't know. If Dan got any right for like Intel or Tottenham or Biggles, no, remember we're a friendly pod, so we share the points. Well done. <laughs> Cheers, Dave. <laughs> and draw, thank you very much. I think, though, as I went first, I win. So That's not I how penalty shootouts work, but they should. <laughs> I think you get a point each. It's better than, better than nothing. Yeah. Take that and be happy with it. Yeah. We'll keep this for the next quiz we do. Thanks for listening to the Just Football podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, please share with your friends and family. You can subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Twitter at Just Football Pod for the latest news and updates. See you next time.